the Carolina Panthers are our favorite team in the physical world. Welcome to the Physical World Sports Show, guys. I'm Luke. I'm JJ. And today we're going to be talking about our favorite team, Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Panthers. They've uh, they've always been our favorite team because we're both from North Carolina. Grew up watching them. Saul, Steve Smith, Luke Keekley, Thomas Davis. Yeah, we saw the eras of the Panthers greats coming through. Mm-hmm. And we're in a we're in a new era, Sam Darnold era. What do you think? Well, our whole season is going to be based on that man, so I hope he does well. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to see if the Sam Darnold era is a one-year era or a prolonged. 10-year era or whatever. Anywhere in between. Yeah, because, I mean, I hope he can make the bounce back that, like, Tannehill did Mm -hmm. after getting out from under Adam Gase because Adam Gase has repeatedly proven that he's not a great coach in the NFL. Yeah. So I'm hoping maybe he can at least have some sort of bounce back because Tannehill, as soon as he got out from under Gase, went to Tennessee and started playing pretty damn good. Granted, he has a lot of help. Yeah, but I'm not going to give Sam Darnold no pass. He's got help this year. He does. Like, we got a good young team. We got McCaffrey back. We got uh, DJ... Uh, we got Robbie Anderson. You know, we got some weapons offensively. Yeah. And we just picked up, what, Dan Arnold? Yeah, Dan Arnold. It tied in. Which is going to help because Ian Thomas, I mean, he had – Teddy didn't really utilize the tight end position like we saw Cam do in years past and even DeLome. So, like, the only times Teddy would really – give the tight end, which was Ian Thomas mainly last year, targets was check downs whenever it was like a fourth option. Yep. And, I mean, I will say I'm glad Teddy's gone. Yeah. Primarily, he had a pretty good stat line. He did. If you just look at the numbers. But when you sit there and watch the game, you realize 90% of his passes were through the air, like, five yards or less. Yep. I'll tell you, who he, he's, he would be a great quarterback if you could build, like, a 7- to 14-point lead playing with the lead. Yeah. That sort of just dip and dime, you know, offense. He's, he's really good with ball security. He is. He's not good at getting down the field and scoring. No. I mean, last year with Teddy – you know, he, he gave he doesn't he doesn't give the team an opportunity to win on like a fourth quarter drive to win it. There's no excitement with his offense. There's no 25, 30 yard throws down the field. There's rarely ever any. It's a very stagnant, slow moving, keep the ball kind of offense. And he just I mean, it's almost he refuses to throw the ball downfield, even in 
long fourth down situations at the end of games when you just have to throw something up. Take a shot and you gotta take over the pass. Yeah, like he refuses to. It's like he cares too much about his stats or something. I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, part of the issue was potentially he was trying to build a stat line to prove that he deserved to be a starter. Yeah. But at the same time, teams aren't going to want a quarterback that isn't willing to take some risk. Yeah. And he takes the that that takes the excitement out of it. Yeah, as a spectator, it is very boring the way he plays. Yep, because even in games, whenever you're, you know, you got games last year, the Panthers' defense is playing good. Teddy's playing well. Like he had three halves with a uh, 158.3 passer rating, like playing perfect. You know. 14 of 14, 13 of 14, really good completion, you know, 150 yards, two touchdowns. But then it just got stagnant the second half where he wasn't moving. He was still completing some passes, but they're, okay, first down, run, four-yard gain, second down, three-yard check down, third down, one-yard check down to the tight end. I mean, it's like, come on, man. Yeah. And then whenever our drives would get going, DJ has a big play or – Robbie makes a good sideline catch. It still just never really got going, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, it makes it very, very hard to win games. Especially if you're playing, like, a legitimately powerful offense. We relied super heavily on our defense to try to hold back powerful offenses, like, Tampa Bay and stuff. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, you can't expect them to do that, especially against Brady. Yeah. Well, I'm, but that that does give me a lot of hope because our defense was really good last year. Like, and we just bulked it up even more in the offseason. Yep. And you got all them guys. You know, Brian Burns, uh, Jeremy Chen, some of these guys getting another year of experience. They're going to be that much better this year. See, I can't remember who we got on the defensive line, but it was on the other end from Brian Burns. Yeah. And I have a feeling that will help Brian succeed more if that other dude comes out and plays well because they're going to have to try to focus on people coming from both ends. Yeah. Was it uh, Heron? It might have been. On May 26th, I was just looking at our recent transition. We signed Heron. I mean, we got some... uh, Our defense is young for the most part, and our defense is quick. I mean, we have a, a young, exciting defense to watch. We got a young team it's to fit Matt Rule's schemes. Like, our offense, if Sam Darnold can do what the Panthers and our management is hoping he can do, which is play like that USC Sam Darnold form, we could be a – I mean, I don't even – what do you think our ceiling is for this year? 
personally, I could see us making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. If Sam Darnold comes out and plays well. But I don't see us beating out Tampa Bay if it gets to that point. Mm-hmm. Because they kept this pretty much the same exact team from last year. <laughs> yeah, Tampa's Tampa's taking their shot to repeat. Like, yeah, very, they very well might. Like, personally, like, my heart, every year, I'm like, Super Bowl, baby. Like, we're yeah. doing it. It's our year. And I would, I still, I would love to see that. And who knows? But realistically, I think we could make a, we could make wild card. It's probably sealing the divisional round. If yeah. we just absolutely had everything clicking, Sam Darnold's playing great. Uh, McCaffrey stays healthy. Our defense is what we said it could be, but better. I mean, divisional round. Yeah. Get bounced by the it. Packers or the uh, Bucks because Aaron apparently is going to be signing back with the Packers. Really? Mm-hmm. According to some reports I saw earlier, it's going to be like a restructured one year one year deal where he can leave after next season. Okay. But I mean, that's a good sign for depending on where he goes for the Panthers. Because if he leaves the NFC, then who do we have to compete with? Brady, but he's two years older. Uh. Russell Wilson, if he's still even playing at that level, because they've had missed opportunities the past couple of years. Like the prime, yeah. like the Panthers are in a spot where we could really, over these next two to three years, start making a push and then eventually become a NFC name like we was in the early uh, two, th- you know, pretty much twenty thirteen to twenty fifteen. You know, we were yeah. every year divisional round conference champion. 2012 to 2015, pretty much. Yep. I could definitely see us getting back there because we're very young. Mm-hmm. We're so we, super young. As long as we have the money, we could keep a lot of these people, young, talented players, for a while. Yeah, we could. People, Brian. You know, DJ, Jeremy Chin. We have to keep Jeremy Chin. Men's is insane. He's a uh, he's gonna be like the next. He his he should be like the next household name. Like you got the Joey the Bosa brothers. How big of impact they've made. I mean, he's gonna be on that level or or higher over these next couple of years. Yeah, it, because his thing is he can do. Whatever, because he's technically listed as a linebacker. Yeah, which is weird because he played a lot of reps at safety and played really good at safety last year. Yep. And he dropped into the slot. Mm -hmm. And he would play linebacker too, and he had like strip sacks and shit. He can do whatever you need him to do, to be honest, on the defensive side of the ball. He is a Swiss Army knife. I mean, 100%. I think he returned a couple kicks. 
I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure it did too. Like right after Christian got hurt. Yeah. And then they were like, hey, let's get this guy out of here from returning kicks because we need to keep him healthy for the defense. Yeah. They were like, okay, this kid's actually like really good. So let's not get him hurt. Because <laughs> I don't think they were expecting. I mean, they obviously knew he was a good player and stuff, and they probably had expectations, but I don't think anyone was expecting the year he had. Especially coming out of Southern Illinois. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I mean, he made it to the NFL, so obviously he's going to be good. But you don't expect somebody from Southern Illinois to be the, able to play at that high of a level at multiple positions. As a rookie... Yeah, it's crazy. So, I mean, I, that he alone gives the defense a lot to look forward to. And then it's just full of just, just straight up good ass, tough ass football players. Like that, they, they each play their position tough. Like they, that's one thing the Panthers have is a tough defense. Yeah. And that's one thing I will give. The Panthers from last year is they never gave up on a game. We were like five or six games away from being like an 11 and five team last year. They were all one score games. We just, Teddy couldn't make those drives at the end of the game. Yep. Like our defense played well enough to win 12 games at least 12 games last year. Our offense pretty much three played well enough to win three quarters of about 10 to 11 games last year. Yeah. Teddy's the, I mean, it's not all Teddy Bridgewater, but the Teddy Bridgewater run offense last year could not score in crunch time when it mattered. And obviously it didn't help Christian was hurt. Yeah. Our number one weapon gone. Yeah. But still, when one player is the complete foundation of your team, you're not going to win the Super Bowl. You're not going to win. You're not going to even make the playoffs. Because that means they're getting so many touches that they're bound to get hurt at some point. Yep. And then when you're without them, what do you do? And kudos to Mike Davis for coming in and doing what he can to run the he ball. Had a good year for what he did. He did. He needed to do. He had, he had a good enough year that the Falcons signed him to a solid contract. Yeah, I believe the I'm happy yeah. for the main. Yeah, and now we'll get to see his big ass two times a year because oh. he's a big man. That was. His biggest strength and weakness in comparison to Christian. Yeah. Because he was bigger, so like more powerful. He was a power back. But he wasn't the threat that Christian is in the receiving game. Which is what makes Christian stand out so much because he's a receiver that can also run the ball between the pack. Yeah, because he can get 10 to 12 catches a game. I mean, not easy. 
and yeah. at the same time carry the ball 20, 25 times for a buck 50 and a touchdown. Yep. I mean, he's that talented. I mean, he was one of like, I can't remember the exact number. A very limited group of players in NFL history to have a thousand yards receiving and rushing in a season. Yep. He he excelled with Cam Newton. Yes. Like they they were very good together. But I think if Sam is Sam Darnold is smart, that that should be his number one target. It should be. Like you got you got to keep DJ and Robbie at the to, at the top of the offense for the passing game. But if McCaffrey gets a, a little bit of separation or opening, hit him because he can. He's going to make a lot of moves and make things happen downfield. And the more touches he gets, the better our offense is going to run. We don't need to be one dimensional. Like everything goes McCaffrey, obviously. But if he's healthy and he's playing well give him the necessary 35 40 touches yeah because one thing you can also count on christian for is he's hardly ever going to turn over the ball if it's in his control very true if he's carrying the ball he's very rarely going to fumble if he's receiving he's very rarely going to drop the ball Like he's probably the most reliable person we have on the offense right now. Yeah, because DJ has his fumbling issues. Yeah, that's where his biggest weakness is. Is he gets hit and fumbles if it's like fairly rapid after he catches the ball. I got to say, he does, but it's it's not. I won't put it all on him because a lot of the times when that happened last year and the year before, it's because he's not getting the necessary touches that he needs. So when he does get the ball, he's trying to do so much. Yeah, he's trying to prove, hey, give me the fucking ball, man. Because when he's getting three to five catches a game, that's not going to cut it. You know, if no. we need a clear number one receiver. Christian can be the the first option. In a lot, on a lot of plays, but we need a clear number one receiver that can catch ten to fifteen yard balls down the field. You know, every single drive. Yep. That the quarterback can go to in the fourth quarter in crunch time when you need a score and to be able to throw down the field because Teddy did not give DJ his the amount of touches he needed or targets. And I see, I'd say, you know, DJ, everybody was saying he was going to be like the next Steve Smith and everything. Obviously, he hasn't shown that yet, but it's also partially because he hasn't got the touches to be able to try to show that yet. Yeah. So it's hard to know for sure until he's getting the ball enough for us to actually see what he can do consistently yeah because i think he i think he's still been even with 
maybe not getting the touches that we'd like to see him get. I think he's still got over a thousand yards, hasn't he? Yeah. Yep. The last couple of years. But I mean, he's really good run after catch. He is. But it's time though. Like it, it's his fourth year now. This year it's time. Like as long as Sam Darnold gives him the necessary target, which he should, then it's time for DJ to have that. 90 hundred yard reception season with 12 1400 yards pushing 10 touchdowns like the steve smith level numbers yeah because that's what our offense needs we 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 excel when we have an alpha receiver yeah and we just need some sort of electricity offensively some surge from somebody that isn't a christian and I think Robbie Anderson's going to help with that this year too, because he was a good receiver last year. Solid he was. He was kind of, as far as receivers go, he was kind of Mister Reliable in a way. Very sure hands. He again didn't get as many touches as I would like him to get, because mm-hmm. he can make. He can make some crazy stuff happen right after catch, too. I felt like his touches were not at the right times. Yeah, because every time he would get a touch, he'd have to moss whoever the corner was on him to catch the damn ball. Yeah, <laughs> or, or catch a slant in traffic and take a hit. Oh. So, like, the times he did get a solid maybe on like running a corner route or something in the flats and got it with some space. He made great things happen. Like I think he got over a thousand yards as well playing like he actually might've been our top receiver in terms of receptions. But whenever it came down to the end of games, he wasn't getting the ball. When realistic, he's got the most length we have on the team as far as receivers go. So he should have been, getting the ball in the red zone. Yep. He should have been. it up into the corner of the end zone and hope he can get his feet. Yep. And give him a chance because he's got sure hands. You know, he's not the most athletic guy in the world, but he's got, he, he, he's athletic, but he, he's a really precise route runner. Give him yeah. the corner routes and stuff in the red zone to give him chances to score. That's, that's what's, Hopefully, our team will do this year. Hopefully. And I'm still trying to decide whether I like the Matt Rule coaching strategy or not. Yeah, he's got a very college – he's got a college mind, doesn't he? Like a college coaching mind. Yeah, and I mean, everywhere he's been, it's taken him a couple years to kind of settle in. Mm -hmm. And then by the third year, he kind of turns the program – into a winning program. Whether he can keep that trend up in the NFL, time will tell. I think this year, if our team gets seven wins or more, if our team gets six wins or more, I think there's still going to be a lot of optimism regarding Matt Rule. Yeah. But if he gets anything less than six wins this year, with the guys he's got, it's either going to have to be like, you know, whatever that reason would be. If Sam's not playing good, if 
for whatever reason the defense wasn't playing good or if it was like a direct directly reflecting upon coaching whatever it was like it, it then in the nfl your seat starts getting hot yeah quicker than anywhere else that's the thing is like college you're it's not that you're not gonna get fired but it's much higher stakes in the NFL because there's so much money involved. Mm-hmm. If you can't pick it up in three to four years and prove that you can coach that team, you're going to be out. Yeah, you're going to be gone. And I See, feel like David Tepper's in it with rule for the long haul because he's paying him over the years however much like paying him good but i like the pressure around the league will start to mount because we saw last year like i'm very optimistic about him right now because of last season and how many how close we was to winning a lot of games so that's why I'm, i'm personally hoping a playoff run but if it was to be just like a major disappointment that seat's gonna get a little flame put up yeah, and then he's going to have to try to find a bucket of water or something next the year after. <laughs> yeah, because right now he really doesn't have that. He doesn't really have that much pressure. No, he, he's still new to the league, so it's, people don't didn't expect him to come in and win 11 games last year. Could yeah. we have? We could have. And that's the good thing. Like, he's got himself in a good spot. Like, if he can go and get 9 to 11 this year, he's going to be looked at really good by not just everyone within the Panthers organization, but around the league. I mean, he'll be like, okay, this guy can coach. But if he comes in and it's the same or worse as last year, then it's going to, then that flame will get lit. So he's in the driver's seat, which is a good spot to be in. And I, yeah. Fucking, I mean, I hope he for sure is the man that is the coach that he has been in other programs and gets us and builds his own culture within a culture and gets us winning because I know he wants to. Uh, yeah. And what sucks for him this year is he's also really got to count on Sam. It's all about Sam this year. Like, there's, we can talk about so much, but it's all going to come back to that dude. Yeah, because if he can't play well, then, I mean, the quarterback's the most important position on the entire team because without a quarterback, you you can't score points. And we passed up. Yeah, very true. And we passed up Justin Fields and Mac Jones for Sam Darnold. So if he don't come in and play well... I'm going to be pissed. I am too, because like we was in a spot there, and we got a good corner out of South Carolina. We did. And yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that pick, but I'm saying like you, you had the, we had the potential. We was in a prime spot to get either of those two guys. And they're both good quarterback prospects. And especially, I, especially Justin Fields. Like I was... I was really hoping we would we was gonna get him draft night. I was sitting there waiting for that pick to come in. 
say Justin Fields on the bottom. I was going to be so excited. Because, like, even though we knew that they had already traded the draft picks for Sam, we still was thinking, wow, Justin slipped, like, in the draft a little bit. Let's let's get him. Let's have a good old-fashioned quarterback competition. Because they're both young. I mean, obviously, Justin's a rookie, but Sam, you know, third or fourth year. But no, we they they put that that moment showed they put every egg they got right in old Sambo's basket. See, and I feel like that competition could have been like really good for Sam. Yeah, because he's got to come in against a rookie when he was supposed to be that all star quarterback coming out of college. Mm-hmm. He's got to come in to a new team against a rookie that should be pretty good and beat him out and prove that he deserves a starting job over that kid. Which could have potentially pushed him to a much higher level. Yeah, because competition always brings out the best of people. Exactly. But now he's coming in, well, I got the starting job. Who's he gonna compete with? Will Greer? Yeah, we don't we don't have any other <laughs> starter caliber quarterbacks. I mean, it's his job, and he he knows that. But I hope he knows that and understands. Like, you've got a city in Charlotte begging for a winning program. Yeah, because obviously, twenty fifteen. You know, we had our Super Bowl run, and it was crushing to lose that. And we had the program before that, but at, since 2015, the Panthers have not had. We've never, we haven't been competing since then. We've had spurts, but then we got rid of Cam, so we officially moved on from that era. Had Teddy last year, saw how that went, and Matt Rule started. Now it's Sam. Now it's a, a Sam Darnold quarterback era. And it is the perfect time for this city because the Hornets, they're also young up and coming, but they didn't make the playoffs this year, even though a lot of people thought they was going to. Same thing about the Panthers. If either of those teams, especially the Panthers, can make a playoff run, this city will eat that shit up. Charlotte will. Oh, yeah, because... It finally feels like the city's competitive again. Yeah. The Hornets haven't been competitive, it feels like, for a while. They never have. I mean, honestly, they they are just... And the Panthers has been six years. Yep. So people need... In Charlotte, people need some sort of pro team that will actually... Do something. And so, well, let's go win seven games. I hope maybe everybody else sucks worse than us and we can get a wild card spot. Yeah. That ain't going to come. <laughs> See, I'll tell you, Charlotte Charlotte loves the Panthers. And, and the Panthers have a lot of loyal fans for sure. But not like Buffalo Bills. Like I went to Buffalo a few weeks ago. That city, especially with 
the Bills going to the AFC Championship last year. That city, man, they still talking about that. And it's just, I mean, they are hyped for this season, hyped about last season. They are all behind uh, Josh Allen. Banners, billboards everywhere. I mean, it's just, that's that's a city, just a football city. And that's one of the best football cities in this country. Yeah. Buffalo, New York is, I mean, my goodness. But just what that team that's been mediocre, mediocre for the past a good while, um, having a win, a season where they competed and went to the AFC Championship, what it does for that city is insane. What's crazy is Sean McDermott used to be our defensive coordinator. He turned that He's, place around. He went out there and said, I, this is my chance. I'm going to take us to the AFC Championship, get us in the playoffs for like a couple years before that. Yep. Just a complete culture switch. And I don't even know, like, I wouldn't pick them personally to come out of the AFC, but I, they, it wouldn't surprise me if they did with the team they got. No. Because there's always an opportunity for some sort of upset. Yeah. I could see them taking it in the AFC, potentially. Bills and Panthers in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that'd be awesome. I don't know. I, I think what it, with Sam Darnold, he has, and like a lot of people who watched him in college, I personally didn't watch many USC games when 2017 or whenever he was playing there. But I think I watched one. And he was an electric sort of player, but he's not a he's not really a runner, you know. He's a more a pocket passer. Good big strong arm, throws, yeah. you know, deep balls a lot. An exciting guy to watch, you know, an exciting football player. I think if he can resume that form with the Carolina Panthers, then with the team we got, with the city and the you know the fan base behind it, you know, yearning for a winning program, if he can just get to that form and, and try to get comfortable, I think this our team could be really really good Th- this year and a couple years down the road, in the next three to five. Once everybody starts getting comfortable with each other. Have played for a season or two together. Mm-hmm. That's when it could potentially, if Sam Darnold's playing at that level, be like, in my opinion, our opportunity to make maybe a Super Bowl run. Yeah. So, what's your what's your official prediction for this year, though? Wins and losses for the Panthers. Shit, there's still so much like just unknown. There is like it's a it's a kind of a blind guess. We don't know how. I mean, I'm gonna count on old Sam to play well. I'm gonna okay. say wait, we have extra games this year, don't we? We do have an yeah, we have an extra game. So like, if we was eleven, we'd be eleven and six. Okay. Uh, that could be a possibility. I'm going to say 10 and 7. 
that you think were better than a 500 team, but not by much. Yeah. Okay. See, I, and that's just I, counting on Sam Darnold not having a crazy breakout year, but playing better than what he was in New York. Yeah. Because New his stats in New York are atrocious. Awful. <laughs> like, they're so terrible. You know what, though? And, like, it, you look at that, and it's easy to think, like, hell, we might only win five or six games. But I'm going to be super optimistic. And I'm going to let my little every year's our year ignorance step in a bit. I'm going to, I'm going to honestly say, I'm going to think we're, I think we're going to be 12 and five. You heard it here on the record. I think, I think we're going to be a 12 and five team, which that would be amazing. I'd be ecstatic. (laughs) I think we're going to win 12 games. I honestly could, maybe C-13 if we got hot. I don't know. I'm going I'm to stick with 12 and 5, making the playoffs. And like I said earlier, ceiling, divisional round is our ceiling. Yeah. It, it wouldn't surprise me. But yeah. we haven't seen Sam... In this new system, that's why it's just so hard to even make a prediction. No, there's really it's 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 all about how he plays, and as that's also counting on our defense to be able to repeat the way it was last year. Really, in my opinion, it should be better. I'd think so too, but with a lot of new people coming in. There's always a chance they don't have the chemistry the defense we had last year had. And chemistry is a big part in any team. Yeah. So there's that lack of chemistry. It might, even though we have stats wise, a lot of really good players, mm-hmm. if they can't work together, then it won't really matter per se. Very true. I think if we get our chemistry right, though, offense and defensively, that's the wonderful thing about the NFL is once you make the playoffs, you at least have a puncher's chance at a Super Bowl. Yeah, because literally anything can happen at any point. Yep. At that point, it's one and done every game from there on out. Which is also what makes it so much harder than other professional leagues. Yeah, it's it's very hard to win a Super Bowl. Like it is harder than Finals, World Series, than Stanley Cup, in my opinion. Yeah, because in all those other leagues, it's a series of games mm-hmm. in the playoffs and everything. So the NFL. best, the, like the best team, genu- generally wins. Like the most talented team, generally wins the championship. In those, there's obviously yeah. exceptions, but but for the most part, you, you at least if you you are technically the most talented team, the best team 
you can fuck up one or two games in a series and still win the series. Yep. Look at look at the Bucks. Yep. But in the NFL, you only have the one game. You could fuck up one quarter. <laughs> and then it's over. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where the biggest difference in difficulty comes from. And that's why you still can have upsets because you could have a team that's ranked eighth in power rankings or seeding for the playoffs, go make it to the Super Bowl and win that. Because either whoever they're playing is making a lot of mistakes or they just happen to find some form of heat right at the right moment. Yeah, and just get hot. That's the thing. A little one streak together. Because in the NFL... The entire playoffs and championship is linked to like one series in the NBA. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, you got wild card divisional AFC, or not AFC, wild card divisional conference championship, Super Bowl. Four, four rounds, uh, four games. Damn. That makes that shit so damn hard. You aren't exerting yourself as much. Mm-hmm. But each week you go in there knowing, hey, this could be the last week of the season. Let's not let that happen. Yeah. And you can either use that as motivation or you can let it get to you and be like, hey, this could be the last week of the season. Oh, no. <laughs> Crack under the pressure. Oh. But I think I think the Panthers could if if they if they go ten and seven like you predicted, I think that would it'd be on that very edge board, you know, because an extra team makes it in the playoffs now too. So okay. I think I think they could make it if they go ten and seven. Yeah. As, as long as we got the Yeah. I think we could and I think if we go twelve and five, I think we still potentially could be at a wild card spot because of what the Bucks uh, are likely to do as defending champions. They're likely to run it back or try to at least be that sort of type of team that could run it back. Yeah. So they might get our, uh, they might take our division, but we could go 12 and five and be in the wild card spot as well. But I would give us a puncher's chance as long as we can make the playoffs. And I'd be hyped. Everyone, we'd all be so hyped about the Panthers yeah. if they did that. That made me beyond happy because it's been a minute. <laughs> it's It's been a little while and it's time. Yes. We need some sense of success. I think just this, the culture, you know, in this city, it's it's time for it. Yeah. Because at this point, everybody's just like, man, we know you have it and you did it before. Go do it again. <laughs> yeah. 
And this, it's going to be in a different way, though. You know, they've got to build their yeah. own culture within the culture of the Panthers. See, is we have such a change to make this season that also makes me kind of think like 10 and 7 ish because we went from Teddy, who I mean, he didn't run that much, but he could. Mm-hmm. To Sam, who is like strictly a pocket passer. Yeah. Every once in a while he scrambles, but he's, I mean, I don't mean to sound, he's slow. Like, yeah, the games I've watched, and I, he, maybe he's, will be do better scrambling if he had to at Carolina, but the game, the game, few games that I watched when he was playing at the Jets, he was an iffy runner at best. Yeah. And see, I'm so used to having scrambling quarterbacks in Carolina because of Cam. Because of Cam. Yeah. Because, like, you know, any quarterback in the league now has the ability to run for some first downs or a touchdown here and there because they're all pretty good athletes, really good athletes. But when you're, you get accustomed with your team with Cam Newton and just as your yeah. quarterback. Anything less than that's gonna feel like such a let just a change, which I think for Cam is part of the reason everybody thought he sucked in 2016 because 2015 he was insane. Mm-hmm. He set the bar way too damn high for himself to have a six and ten season the year after the Super Bowl, <laughs> yeah, it's the year after the Super Bowl and an MVP, yeah. Like, he turned around, and I don't know what happened. He just struggled. And when he got hurt, it seemed like he started to get a little bit worried about it, which is understandable. But at the same time, people expect you to be a certain type of player that all of a sudden that isn't what you are anymore. Yeah. But... We'll see. I'm excited to see what he does in New England this year. Yeah. I wish, we, I wish Cam the best. Uh, you know, you have a quarterback there for that long. You can't help but have some love for him. A lot of love for him. Especially when he takes mm. you to a Super Bowl. Yeah. Now, in the Super Bowl, he kind of pissed me off. But <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, that Super Bowl performance was it. We don't talk about it because it's so bad. I mean, it it was terrible. The whole team, not just him. Honestly, the whole team. There were guys, obviously, that played good, guys that played bad. But as a team, it was a terrible effort. As an all-around unit, it was... Where did the team go from last week? (laughs) Yeah. Because they look like a team that if they played like that in the regular season should have been like six and 10. Yeah. Maybe. And you go from someone who's, you know, in the NFC championship, we blew out the Cardinals who had a, people forget how great of a team that Cardinals team was. They were a powerhouse offensively. And we, our defense dismantled them and our offense, we put up like 40 something points on them. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna look at 
look at that real quick because I want to see what exactly we did to him. <laughs> yeah, because like we that NFC Championship, we was rolling into the Super Bowl. Like we were actually the favorites. Yeah, we beat the Cardinals, the unit of the Cardinals in 2015, 49 to 15. Yeah, I mean we beat the shit out of in the NFC Championship game. Our offense was unstoppable most of the season. Yep. We lost one game in the season to the Falcons. And just the last game, game of the season. Yeah. Could have went undefeated. I mean, we were like, that Panthers team was insane. We were a powerhouse offensively. And the Broncos, they did shut our asses down. Yeah. Realistically, we should have won that Super Bowl. I don't know what happened. Obviously, Vaughn went crazy in that game. Yeah. But, like, we had played against high-level pass rushers previously and did perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, Cam got hit, but we were still... Constantly blowing teams out. And we only lost the one game through the entire season until it came to the Super Bowl. Yeah, it was... Our offense went stagnant in the Super Bowl, and it was it was so difficult to watch. Just, ugh. Yeah, because I remember me and you were up at your house. Excited, you're like, it's time, we're mm. finally getting one. And then, gradually, as the game went on, just all hope just got, died. Yeah, slow as shit, too. Just like being sucked out of you, your excitement, your hope, your just joy of finally having a chance at a Super Bowl, just being ripped out of your heart. Yeah, it was painful. God, it was bad. I, I mean, we sat there and watched the incline. We saw Cam get drafted. He came in, played well, but nothing crazy. Mm. And we gradually saw him get better and better. Then he got to 15 in one season, and we were like, oh, shit. <laughs> we thought we had a dynasty for him. Yeah. And then... <laughs> We lose in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I was like, you know what? That fucking sucks. We suck. Fuck. <laughs> but in the offseason, I was like, we kept essentially the same team. We lost a couple of the older receivers. But I was like, we had some decent young replacements. So I was like, okay, we won't be as good as last year. But we can still make a playoff run Potentially make it to the Super Bowl again. Mm. Nah. Six and ten. Oh, I will. Yeah, we, we just hang this up season the for another 15 years. Yeah. Maybe we'll be back. <laughs> we literally reverted to just ass for one season. Yeah. I don't know what happened in that offseason. Because it wasn't like many personnel changes were made. 
So I don't even, I, I, I still don't understand how we go from, realistically, we should have been undefeated through the entire regular season. Mm. Beating the ever-living fuck out of the Cardinals and the NFC Championship. Go and lose the Super Bowl. And then just fall off the face of the year. So, just... Just rough. That's all I can say. Just the falling of that. It wasn't an empire or nothing. Just that opportunity to be a dynasty. Like, knocking on that door of just... At least the Super Bowl went just such a high. Falling so quick. It's... It's terrible. And that's why we desperately need, like the Panthers need just a winning season, man. Yeah, at this point, that's all I want. <laughs> just just scratching the playoffs, just some winning culture back into it. Just show us that we can win. Yeah. And I hope Sam can do it. Like, I mean, come on, Sam. Fucking come on, man. Show the form you were supposed to show when you came in as a rookie. Yeah, please. And then, and then when you do, blame it all on Adam Gates. <laughs> yeah. And just come in there and just win. I mean, at all costs, I don't give a fuck about your stats, dude. Go in there and by God, let's win. And if you want to play amazing 50 touchdowns while doing it, more power to you. Please do it. But just let's win. If you want to pull a Jameis, there are 40 touchdowns and 40 interceptions. I don't care as long as we're winning. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I want to win real bad, but even more than winning, I just want the – no, I just want to win pretty much. But I want the chance to win like at the end of games. Like I, I hope he plays differently than Teddy's mindset at the end of games where he, he – throws it downfield on fourth down when we need a fourth down or, you know, we go for shit. We don't settle for the field goals when we clearly need the touchdowns to compete with a powerhouse like the Bucks or uh, the Chiefs or anyone like if we was playing a team like that. Yeah. But I hope we can do it, man. I hope Sam plays great. And I hope we, I hope either I'd be happy with either of our record predictions. Yeah, I would not be mad just to have a chance to touch in the playoffs just to see it's back in the bracket. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we need that as a fan base. Charlotte needs that just to give a little boost. We need it. Prove to people the change, all the changes that have been made. You know, Tapper rule, the rotating door of quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> maybe it's finally paying off a little bit. We just the the Panthers fan base and the Panther organization just needs to know that we're headed in the right direction and a playoff appearance, let alone playoff run would do that. 
give everybody a little bit more confidence. And we'd be happy as fuck. <laughs> we would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be ecstatic. Well, guys, that's going to do it for our show. We hope you guys enjoyed. We'll see you. We'll see you guys.